0: You're listening to Our Two Cents with the team from SGL Financial, building wealth for life. Steve Lewitt is the president of SGL Financial and Gabriel Lewitt is the CEO. They're here to discuss all the latest in financial news, trends, strategies, and more. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to Our Two Cents. This is Gabriel Lewitt and Stephen Lewitt here. Stephen Lewitt here.
1: Live from the studio. I'm glad I'm live. Uh, I just got my uh, first COVID what? shot, and I'm, I lived through it. I'm glad you're live, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Um,
0: <laughs> Is that...
1: Yeah, I was down at the United Center. They did a great job. Yeah? Oh, yeah. They they, they got <clears throat> hundreds of people, and they moved them through. They got the military there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was very good. I'm lucky I got an appointment.
0: Well, wow, that's, yeah. that's good. Hopefully, yeah. you were... Uh not feeling any of the side effects. Not yet. Uh, yeah. The
1: second shot apparently is the tough one. Mm. So I'm gearing up and getting tough. There you go. Yeah, I'm toughening up.
0: Well, folks, hopefully if you're out there, you've uh, been uh, inoculated as well or in line to get you know, your shot too. Uh, and then sooner than later, hopefully everybody will – have theirs, and again, we can start to get a little bit back to normal here.
1: We'll have herd immunity. Yes, indeed. Yeah.
0: Well, so today, I think we've got some great topics for you. Some of these will just be uh, some quick hits. We've got a couple listener questions here. I uh, wanted to start off today. Dad, you know, new stimulus uh, money is arriving for many people. Yeah, everybody is getting their checks. Everyone's you know, excited. And uh, I right. just, just got an email from a couple of clients yesterday saying... Um, stimulus money arrives. You know what should I do with it? And so, if you're out there, I mean, this topic, of course, has probably been uh, a little—if you've listened to the news or watched the news—you know, maybe beaten to death a little bit. So we won't—we won't spend too much time on it here. Um, but just as a quick recap here, so the American Rescue Plan of 2021, uh, what was included? It was a 1.9 trillion with a T. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot of money, Dad?
1: That's—I'm uh, trying to figure out how many zeros that is. I think it's 15. <laughs> I'm not sure. I have to to write it out.
0: Trillion dollar relief package. And uh, of course, that included a most notably a third round of stimulus checks for uh, $1,400 plus or minus, uh, depending on if you were in income phase outs, which were very small. Uh, or if you had children, you got more money, you know, yada, yeah. yada, yada, a you lot know, of different. You know, it's
1: interesting, Gabriel, it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but it is a lot of money to a lot of people.
0: Hey, I mean, it, it definitely adds up too. If you've got, uh, you, your spouse, a couple of kids, uh, some people got some pretty sizable checks, which is helpful. Right. Um, and so obviously there's a couple other, you know, there's some benefit, uh, un- unemployment benefits that were expanded and, uh. Uh, renewed there. There's some child tax credits, uh, some additional uh, benefits if you were paying for child care expenses. So folks, if, if you have questions about any of this, again, I didn't want to spend our whole show here, just just a quick hit. If you have questions on this, you know what it is, how it works, call us.
1: I think the big question that I'm always getting, Gabriel, I don't know about you, is uh, are, are the stimulus checks taxable? Yeah. And uh, last year you got them, they're not taxable. This year you're getting
0: them, they're not taxable. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then the other question I get a lot is what should I do with it? Uh, Warren Buffett uh, weighed in on this. I don't know if you saw the the
1: Oracle. I didn't see that. Uh,
0: He said, I think he said, uh, hopefully I'm correct here. I'm pretty sure I saw this. (laughs) Otherwise, I just made it up in my head. But yeah, he said, uh, pay off all your high interest credit card debt.
1: Absolutely I, okay. absolutely because
0: that can just weigh you down like a like a bad anchor
1: yeah the thing is is that a lot of people get that check and they they say you know what that feels really good I'm gonna go out and spend it on something Well that's fun. also Im-
0: important for the economy you know yep. uh, which of course actually interestingly enough, Uh, since I always love to call out these segues, is part of our second topic here. Oh, I led you right into that. (laughs) You did, yes. Uh, The economy. You know, what is the goal? What was one of the goals of the stimulus? Uh, Of course, it's to help people that were actually really in dire need of the money just to pay bills. Uh, But number two, you know, for the other folks that maybe don't need it to pay, you know, essential expenses, they could go and spend it. Yeah, well, okay, stimu- and they uh, what does that st- do for the economy? It's they, a good thing.
1: They want to stimulate spending, which yeah. stimulates the economy, which is supposed to drive uh, the stock market up yeah. for those folks that have money in the stock market. Uh, but everything gets better when the economy
0: is stimulated. Yeah, so one of the things uh, – so, again, topic number two here, we were going to talk a little bit about one year later from uh, the basically the onset, you know, truly of this pandemic – uh, when the World Health Organization, about a full year ago, declared the COVID outbreak uh, an official pandemic, okay? And uh, I don't know if you recall a year ago, okay? And it was definitely a different time, okay? So you had you know, people out there were just starting to uh, realize that uh, this is a very, very big deal. The market has started to crash and began to recover, uh, by this point, a little bit. Uh, nobody knew if it was the bottom. If it was going to continue to go, people were rushing to the grocery stores to uh, stock up on uh, paper towel. Uh, you know, if you recall that, Dad. I did do. You, did you have paper I, towel or I, toilet I paper?
1: Could, I couldn't get any um, hmm, toilet paper. Yeah, or you paper know. Towels. So
0: it was a it was a very uncertain time. And of course, we've uh, we've certainly come a long way from then. Uh, it's been quite a quite a, a rough uh, go for the year. Uh, Dad, I know we've got some research there that talks a little bit about the GDP. Uh, There was a big drop uh, in GDP, okay? And uh, what was the – do you have the numbers here in front of you, Steve? I I do. Uh, I'm just trying to find them.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, Real and Pleasure GDP, the drop was – it doesn't. It doesn't say in dollars what it was. Uh, the GDP rose a record of thirty three point four. Sorry, folks. Um, do, you have, do you see it here, Gabriel?
0: Yeah. So, anyways, there is a, a giant drop, of course, in Q two twenty twenty. Right. I right. See. And then it started to recover in Q three, about thirty three point four percent. Right. Uh, and that was due primarily to the relief packages that were continued to be passed throughout last year stimulus very important right and so that's really the goal here folks i mean the gdp right now is continuing to recover uh the hope is that this stimulus money will continue to stimulate right the gdp (laughs) is what we're talking about for stimulus um and yeah that's that's the whole goal so i mean if you're out there and you're trying to figure out what to do with it uh, you know, I don't, if you don't hundred percent need it, you know, definitely saving some of it's not bad. Um, but also, you know, spending some of it to is, is really not, you don't have to feel guilty about that. That's so, actually so a good you, thing.
1: You got to set your priorities. Well, you know, if you're back on a mortgage payment, you want to pay the mortgage payment. If you have high interest credit cards, you want to pay off the high interest credit cards. Mm-hmm. If you want to get ahead of something, then you, then you pay that. The last thing is to go out and buy clothing and stuff like that, but. You know, that's a personal choice. Um, we like to get debt out of the way and get uh, on time on on uh, important payments. We think that's very important. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. So uh, so that's the idea, folks. Uh, you know, it seems like things are chugging along in the right direction. Well, the question, Gabriel, everyone
1: asks me, too, is, uh, you know, is the stimulus checks, uh, does that mean the market's going to go up?
0: Well, uh, it uh, not, of course, like anything in the market. I mean, the market's gone up in uh, recessions which by the way i think uh, isn't it true that they still haven't declared an they end still to the, haven't yeah. declared an end to the uh, recession interestingly right. enough okay to but, the bear market uh, w- yeah so the you know yeah the you, the hope is that uh, obviously the market will continue to react positively it's been an interesting year for different asset classes very different than last year uh, some stocks that were doing quite well uh, last year, have struggled just a little bit out of the gate this year. Well, the whole tech
1: sector is, mm-hmm. uh, especially with, uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about the
0: rise of interest.
1: I think we're going to talk about inflation a little bit. Well, we, uh, yeah,
0: one of our yeah. uh, listener questions had to do with inflation. Oh,
1: that's right. So, yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll chat about so, that here momentarily. Uh, so that uh, that's all impacting the stock market right now. Yeah. We'll talk about that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so folks, if you haven't gotten your stimulus check, a very common question is, uh, where is it? <laughs> Don't, so make sure that you go to a there's a online link where you can track your uh, payment and I think it's on the uh, let me see here go to the get my payment site on the uh, IRS website okay uh, also just uh, be wary of any you know personal scams you know those scam artists out there yeah uh, I heard there's
1: a lot of that going on uh,
0: there always is and anytime there's free money free money money floating floating around around yeah uh, you can you can bet your uh, d- bottom dollar that there will be even more uh, prevalence of scammers. So when you go to, like, uh, for example, if you get an email that says, uh, click here to check the status of your uh, of your IRS uh, refund, right, or your uh, click here to check the status of your stimulus check, it could be a phishing message. It is. Well, I wouldn't always say that it is, but it, uh, 90% of the time they are. And so you want to be so careful before you click on random things that come from seemingly legitimate sources. Your better bet, and this is a very good best practice, is uh, to go directly to the site yourself, right? Go to your web browser, type in the site, and log in from there. Don't click random links in your email that get sent your way because they are more often than not phishing scams designed to get you to enter in your personal information. Exactly. All right, so that was just a bit of a... Kind of a just a, warn- a warning, a warning. Uh, just a warning. because I had a client yesterday, just call me. She uh, got her identity stolen. So you want to, you that know, was a yellow light. Yeah, the yellow light. Very important. Okay, so uh, next topic here. Not a red light. Just Not a, <laughs> highly reddish yellow reddish yellow light, light to okay. clicking links in your email okay our next topic here is a little bit about tax time a couple quick hits on tax time if you haven't uh, heard because this was more new uh, just recently this year uh, you've got the extension to your taxes yep okay so you've now got until May 15th All right instead of April 15th yep um, you know we still encourage you just get it done you know cross it off your list uh, get it in there get it done um, as a, as a caveat, you know, our tax practice here, we are still going to only be accepting returns as of April 1st. Uh, just no, it's no reason necessarily to delay per se, just go ahead and get it done with us. We've got, uh, a lot of, uh, capabilities to help you with, uh, with your taxes. So speaking of that, a uh, little bit about tax season, 2021, some key things as we get closer to the end of tax season, dad, you want to take point on this one here? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> We're a little disorganized
1: this morning, folks. (laughs) Uh, So RMDs. uh, So in 2020, you didn't need um, to take your RMDs. Okay. But you could take them if you wanted to. Uh, In 20, if you still want to make a contribution to your IRA, uh, you can still do that before April uh, tax sale, which is now May. Uh, You can still make that contribution. Uh, we already talked about Gabriel. The stimulus uh, checks from last year are not taxable, so you didn't get any uh, thing to show to your tax person that has to that will create taxes for you. And if you're self-employed, just be careful about the home office deduction because they're pretty tight on that.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other thing is people that uh, were working from home but work for somebody else. So many of many of you out there uh, fall in that boat from last year. Uh, Generally thought that you might have qualified for a home office deduction, but that doesn't apply to you if you're, you know, a W-2 employee uh, for somebody else's business. That's correct. That's correct. uh, Any other, uh, you know, kind of hits there on the
1: tax side? Well, it's pretty late. You know, you can't do a Roth conversion anymore. It's it's a little late in the year to to make any major changes. I think the real deal here, Gabriel, is to do your taxes, get your budget straightened out, review what you've what you're spending your money on, and where your taxes are coming from. And that leads into tax planning. So once you get your taxes done, the next step is to sit down, not with your tax uh, you know, uh, CPA that did your taxes, because all they're doing is filling in boxes, is to sit down with somebody or yourself and plan out your taxes for the rest of the year and maybe for the next 10 years in terms of moving money uh, into very more... Tax favorable buckets.
0: Yeah, yeah. So generally speaking, your CPA or tax preparer, even ours here, I mean, they they do know tax planning, but they're uh, but they're more knowledgeable in the tax code. You know, different strategies. Uh, generally speaking, but what we find is that most of your tax planning, not tax preparation, your tax planning is more of a financial planning field or retirement planning field than it is a. Uh, a pure tax field, okay? Because there's so much of your tax planning uh, is rolled into your finances, right? How you're investing your money, uh, your what you're spending, what your income is, your sources, your savings, your contributions, and so to do that, you generally need to have a, a clear picture of everything, okay? A clear picture of where everything's going, and that's your financial plan. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so, so a lot of times it's interesting, you know. I'll get clients that call me up and say. Um, You know, my my CPA uh, doesn't do any tax planning. Do your CPAs do tax planning? I say, well, they help me and our advisors, you know, me, you, other people on the team to help you with your tax planning right there, the experts on the tax code. Uh, But we are really the experts, the advisor side of our teams are really where we want to focus on that tax planning. Yeah, uh, more concretely because of its integration, again, with your financial retirement
1: plan. Yeah. And it's one thing to do your own taxes preparation. It's a very different thing to do your own tax planning. Yes. so Those are yes. two different horses. Yeah. We-
0: you, you know, if you really want to, you can go on TurboTax and it's so streamlined these days. I mean, you'll probably catch most things. What TurboTax isn't going to tell you is how to prepare yourself to lower your taxes next year and the year after or the future. Or what to do about rising tax rates. So, so again, folks, try to separate those two. If you're really thinking about it, tax preparation not the same as tax planning. Uh, CPAs could be great at tax preparation, maybe great at tax strategies, but doesn't know how to give you the proper advice because they don't also have your financial plan in hand. And they don't
1: understand all the financial products that Mm -hmm. could help you with tax planning. Yeah.
0: So, so that's, you know, that's what we're here for. Uh, if you want tax planning, the best time to do it isn't right when you're doing your taxes. Um, people oftentimes confuse tax planning with like finding credits and deductions and things like that. That, Mm -hmm. That's part of it. If you're trying to plan ahead for the next year, then that's tax planning in the current year. It's uh, again, more limited because it's all based on what you did last year. That's right. Okay. Which you can't always change. So, uh, if you need help with that, give us a call 847-499-3330. That's what we're here to do. I think we do a pretty darn good job of it myself.
1: Well, we do. Yeah, yeah we do. I think
0: so. Let's let's uh,
1: pat each other on the back.
0: Absolutely. All right. Why not? All right. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Let's talk about our listener questions. We got uh, we got two listener questions here today. Uh, because we took a week or two off, I think. Uh, sorry about that, folks. I, we have always said that we, we try to do this weekly. It doesn't always happen. It's usually every uh, every week, but uh, every now and then we miss a week. <laughs> but uh, we do have some – the good news is when we uh, miss a week, we usually get a little bank up of uh, some questions that come our way. And uh, the first one here is from uh, Mike and Rolling Meadows. Mike, uh, you said here – this, Dad, this was the question you were asking about earlier, talking right. about earlier. We were right. reviewing it. right. Uh, Mike said, hey, Gabe, Steve, uh, seems like inflation hasn't been very bad recently. Uh, should I be worried about it in future years?
1: Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> it hasn't been bad recently. It uh, hasn't been bad for quite a while, in fact. But here's the thing, is, uh, and this is a big controversy right now that's affecting the markets and that all the econ- economists are talking about, is you've got all the stimulus coming in. Uh, you, you start to see prices creeping up in certain areas now. Um, maybe I should back up just one more step, Gabriel. Is that there are different kinds of inflation? You're not standing. <laughs> I know, but uh, how can that you? was a metaphor. <laughs> that, that was that was a <laughs> it's metaphor. A, yeah, to um, throw you a little,
0: little shade there. Yeah, I got uh-huh. a lot
1: going on in my head this morning. It's like uh, I don't. It's like a lot of thoughts running around. I don't know why, but um, you know, there are different kinds of inflation, like. Uh, recently, like milk and uh, very staple foods have gone up quickly in price, but overall for inflation is pretty low. You know, it's uh, just a little over 2%. And what's happening now with all the stimulus, with all the money out there, what what that does is it creates demand. And demand, if there's a limited supply, makes prices go up. So we're starting to see an uptick in inflation. Now, it gets a little more complicated because when the Federal Reserve sees that, they say, well, maybe we should raise interest rates to offset that. And then you start the cycle going, and the stock market does not, does not like rising interest rates or inflation.
0: Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I uh, was smiling while you were saying Yeah, I know. What were you going to tell me? I, well, I wanted to interject it at the time, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, you. Because we can sometimes goof around, but I don't want to. Get us off the, you said that uh, you know, inflation was going up two percent on things like milk and I was just thinking the two percent milk. And that two percent <laughs> milk is going up two percent. Right. <laughs> Does that make it four percent milk? <laughs> right. Oh well, it does, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm such a that's such a dad joke. Yeah, it's I'm right.
1: I'm glad it's you didn't dad. interrupt me on no, that. I, no, I, I wasn't going to. I, I almost let did me, I'm like, no. Oh, let, no me see if Joe, let me see if Joe is laughing. <laughs> Joe he likes it. He likes it. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it. You got a thumb you got two thumbs up. I actually like Well that.
0: my kids drink two percent milk, and so I it's as well, I four percent milk. Sorry folks. Uh just Dead joke there. I, I tend to have more of them inadvertently these days than I used to. Who so did? you
1: got a lot going through your mind too. Oh man.
0: Uh, so y- yes, just to piggyback and echo what you said, uh, the market does not like rising inflation. It makes things more expensive for businesses to borrow money. Um, that can trickle through a lot of different things. People tend to feel like they have less money when people, when things are more expensive. So it's bad, you know, or it can hurt, the uh, GDP and the economy, so so yeah, it, it's something that the Fed tries very hard to control. Yep. And Mike, I think your question here was, you know, should I be worried about it? Uh, yeah, you know, you sh- To to give it a quick answer, every- you should always be worried about inflation. It's got to be factored into every plan.
1: Well, worried is but, one thing. Factored in, if you're worrying about it, yeah, that means you haven't factored dealt it, dealt with it. You haven't f- looked at it and say, how does this impact my money, yeah, my income, my expenses. So if you're worried, then you got to say, well, where is that factored in, like Gabriel said, in my plan, mm-hmm. you know, how, how does my plan handle inflation? I had a client, and this is a, a fairly wealthy person, and he said, Steve, I got this income, and I got this money, and you divide this money into this, uh, this income, into this money, uh, I'm gonna be great for 30 years. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I said, well, where's inflation?
1: You know, and he just left it out. And well, a lot of people do that.
0: Well, I mean, anytime you, uh, it's interesting <clears throat> you mentioned that because I've got a little beef with you, these online calculators. You know, you go on to Unifidelity you know, or your 401k or whatever, and you, you plug in, you know, what you're saving and all this stuff and a projected rate of return, and it tells you, oh, you're on track to have, you know, $2 million in uh, uh, 60, age 65, right? Like 30 years from now. Yeah. Well, what is $2.5 million worth? It sounds like a lot today, right? If you had two and a half million dollars today, not much. Is that a lot of money? No. Two oh, ha- today it is. Yeah. yeah. Is two and a half million dollars in thirty years worth two and a half million dollars today? Nope. Why not? Um, I know the answer. I'm just let me see. Posing rhetorically. Inflation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because if uh, if your house in let's say your expenses today are a uh, uh, hundred thousand dollars, okay, and you had two and a half million dollars. You're in pretty good shape. Uh, if you had two and a half million dollars in 30 years from now, your expenses today would be a hundred thousand. But that same level of expenses due to inflation in 30 years would be ballpark what $200,000? two hundred thousand, two fifty thousand. Right. You know, depends on what rate of inflation you use in your in your projections. So it you know, it sounds like a lot of money. You just have to be careful with those future projections of of dollars saved due to the the hidden cost of inflation. I remember. Uh, can I do a little nostalgia
1: here? Of course. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. I remember when my parents. So, folks, I, I grew up in uh, New York City in the South Bronx, and my parents were, you know, very, very middle class, didn't have anything. Nobody gave them anything, and very modest people. And they bought their first house. All right. So, we moved from the Bronx to Queens, if you know the city. And the Queens was like a foreign country. That There was nobody there. And they paid $19,500 for their first house. Mm. I, I don't know why I remember this, <coughs> but I remember it distinctly. When they sold that house, they got $400,000 for that house. Hmm. Why? Uh, why, Gabriel?
0: Hot hot market?
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't a hot. Well, it actually was <laughs> a hot market. Uh, but that's inflation. Yeah. I, that. Yeah. It, and you can see it every day in what you do. Uh, But if you don't plan for that, then it comes back to bite you. And uh, then you come into uh, our place and you say, you know, Steve, you know, Gabriel, uh, I feel like I can't afford anything anymore. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like things have gotten so, you know, McDonald's used to be $2 and now it's uh, $14. So you're the same thing. It's like I can't eat out anymore. I need to cut back. And that's just a bad plan.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll uh, tell you what. I mean, with uh my family of four, we go out to eat at a we went out to eat at a restaurant the other day. I mean, we're we were all safe and distance and masked up and all that jazz because restaurants have opened up relatively recently and uh you know, you hadn't I hadn't we haven't gone out to eat in quite a while. Uh but you know, I had a couple drinks and Didi had a couple drinks <laughs> and we ordered, you know, uh for me, the kids, her. I got the bill and it was like, you know, like $160 or something like that. Yeah. And a couple appetizers and all that jazz. And I'm just like, wow, when did going out to eat for – and this wasn't like a fancy restaurant. I think we went to a Big Bowl, right? You know, it's like, when did going out to eat become like uh, – It's
1: like it sneaks up on you. That's a lot of money, over, you know? Yeah. And
0: then you add on the tax and you add on the tip and, you know, so – that's inflation, folks, because, you know, yeah, 10, 12 years ago, that meal might have been, you know, 100 bucks, 90 bucks. Or, you know?
1: or so I remember, because I'm older than you are, when that meal was $45. Yeah,
0: so, so folks, yeah, you know, that's uh, Mike. It, you Joe, should be worried Joe about d- it.
1: Joe doesn't remember that.
0: No. No, he, he, he's <laughs> now a steak. Now a single steak is $45, oh. <laughs> it's, uh, depending on where you go. Yep. Or more. Um, so, folks, uh, Mike. The answer is uh try not to if you have worries about worries about inflation you know we can help you just give us a holler and more detail we're we're happy to help but I yeah. wouldn't you know some people I had one other guy ask me and we'll get off inflation here uh you know should he be worried about you know runaway inflation okay oh don't get um, me going <clears throat> And uh, I, I personally don't think that will happen. I, I don't want to, again, dive into it. Maybe we do that on a different topic, like what is runaway inflation, examples of it, th- that kind of stuff. Um, but I think the Fed will maintain control, and uh, there might be a little bit of an uptick in inflation, but it shouldn't ever get to runaway status. I
1: talked to a client two weeks ago that thinks we're going to be like Germany with people walking around wheelbarrows with money in it, that Bitcoin is going to take over, China is going to take over the currency, um, uh, the government. I, I mean, there's so much stuff out there um, on the dark side, and uh, folks, I caution you: uh, do your own research, read that stuff with a grain of a lot of salt, because a lot of it's just hyping you to get
0: you upset. A few few grains of salt. A few grains yeah. of salt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our last question for today, and that'll and then we'll wrap up our show. Is a we sh- should do a show on that
1: on salt. No, on we should do a show on the stuff that's floating around there that
0: has no basis. That is a good idea, actually. Um, Producer Joe. Joe. Hey, yeah, that's a good one. We're always trying to think of good topics. You just thought of a good one. That was great.
1: Once a year, I, I stumble was, on yeah, some. Maybe, maybe we're lucky twice. No, I'm it's just twice. kidding. <laughs> all right, all right.
0: Uh, okay, Shannon and Glenview. Shannon, uh, you said uh, you hear on the media, you know, the TV, you should invest primarily in mutual funds, and uh, somewhere you heard that you can get – Uh, annual returns north of 10 percent and you don't need a big return like that at your age but um, where do you find those types of funds yeah
1: it's actually i I don't want to upset shannon but her name is shana on here on our list shana is the person that wrote in
0: oh okay i must have misspelled it right Uh, sorry about that shana i thought
1: it was a woman named shana
0: no, I, I must have missed. I was reading it quickly here, oh, so okay. I I must have misread. I apologize for that Shana. Uh so uh well to answer that question, uh mutual funds can return ten percent and uh it just depends on the funds that you buy. So that's a very, very broad statement. Uh and I think, you know, the big question that we are always trying to answer here is whether or not um You know, what kind of return do you 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 actually answered it yourself. What kind of return do you need for your age? Uh, Do you need that kind of return? Because as you all know out there, there's two sides to the investing coin. You've got return and then you've got risk. And uh, if you're going to get a high return, like uh, 10, 11, 12% uh, historically or annually, that same return is going to come with a substantial amount of downside risk associated with it. Yeah. And... Folks,
1: there's always somebody that got a better return than you got, and then there's always somebody that will tell you, "Hey, uh, I made forty percent last year or seventy percent," and something in us says, "Well, I want that too." But wanting it and willing to take the risk and is two are two different
0: things. Well, and there's also you know thousands of investments, right? Every one of them doesn't have a banner year every year, so it's uh, not only likely, but highly likely that, you know, somebody out there has some investment that happened to have a fantastic year. And uh, if you start to pay too much attention to that, you always think you're like underperforming. Uh, I just had a client the other day ask me the same thing. Uh, say, I hear about these, you know, massive returns in uh, you know, these tech stocks, you know, shouldn't I have gotten these massive returns? It's like, well, if you happen to have all your money in tech stocks, uh, well, there is also times when, you know, that's not the greatest <laughs> idea, like when they go down. Okay, so you always have to think of your investing in terms of those two sides of the coin. Uh, keep in mind that, you know, what you hear out there isn't always right for you. Um, but yeah, you know, there are there are funds and there are portfolios that historically have returned uh, 10% or more per year. They just happen to be very, very aggressive. Well, generally. like hedge
1: funds. Uh, there are hedge funds last year that made 60, 70%. Or, you know, a client comes in and says, hey, I, I, my friend has this hedge fund that made 70%. Well, yeah, he did. So what? You, know, you're, you have a plan. We're on target of your plan. You know, He's trying to g- drive from Chicago to California. We have a roadmap for you. What's more important, you get to California or you get to California in a nicer car? You know, which is more important for you?
0: Well, yeah, it's kind of like you have the sports car that goes really fast. That's your big return year. And then halfway through the trip, it breaks down. Right. And you got to find a mechanic and, you know, take a stop for a week uh, because, you know, and those are your big losses. Right. So the the bigger things can go up, the the bigger that they can fall. And uh, not everybody needs that roller coaster and that stress in their retirement years. Or
1: you don't get to California at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of stories, folks. Go Google them. Go on Investopedia, hedge funds, uh, big things that return, big return, you know, uh, that crash, that uh, go out of business, that were scams. Uh, So you always got to be careful about the things that sound like they're really overinflated from a return perspective. You all know this. There's no such thing as this perfect, magical bean you know investment out there that uh
1: i was working on that in my chemistry lab the other (laughs) day and
0: i can't find the formula you can just create that magical bean that you planted and grows money on on leaves we're gonna be a genius yeah
1: then i got to do clinical trials and stuff like Mm -hmm. that Mm.
0: all right my friends out there thanks for listening to us uh kind of yabber on here today uh (laughs) we just uh, we really enjoy our, doing our show for you. Hopefully you enjoy listening. Uh, if you have any questions about anything we talked about here, we talked about a wide range. We talked about uh, the stimulus. We talked about tax ideas. We talked about inflation. We talked about you know, finding uh, n- you know, not too risky uh, performance uh, f- mutual funds and stocks and investments for you. So if you have questions about any of this, that's what we're here for. 847-499-3330 or go to sglfinancial.com. Click on the Contact Us page. Send us your uh, questions as always. In the meantime, have a very wonderful, wonderful week. Everybody next stay, time.
1: stay safe. Get your shots. Uh, sun's out today, so uh, celebrate.
0: And we'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Our Two Cents with Steve and Gabriel Lewitt. For any questions about your finances, give SGL a call at 847 499 3330. Or visit us on the web at SGLFinancial.com. And be sure to subscribe to join us on next week's episode. Investment advisory services are offered through SGL Financial LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Insurance and other financial products are offered separately through individually licensed and appointed agents.